Man, love's underrated. <laughs> I think people think it's like a cheesy, corny thing to always be like loving and, and like have a positive energy about you. I was one of those people. I was like, man, I'd be so much more interesting if I was like self-destructing all the time and depressed and hated myself. Like people would, I'm so much more interesting that way and more creative. It's not true. Fun fact. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the After the Storm podcast, episode seven. Yes, sir, it's episode seven. Can you believe it? How fast time flies, man! It's been great. It's been a great ride so far. As always, thanks again for the support that you guys always give me, and for listening, for reaching out, providing feedback, and. Uh, just talking about to, uh, to me about the things that you guys relate to that we talk about on the show. It's been great. It's been great. Uh, this week, I'm super, super excited about the episode we have going on today, the second interview that we have. And it was a really, really great and insightful one with one of my good friends uh, who works in health and fitness. And it's such a huge component of my life and to the life of so many of us, I can't tell you how important it is to me to just stay consistent and to stay active, to go to the gym, to make sure that I'm getting my sweat in. It just does so much for me. And the thing about fitness is that it's the easiest thing that you can do. You can go outside, you can go for a run, you can roll over the side of your bed and do some push-ups, some sit-ups. It's so easy to do sometimes. And sometimes we overthink this process that we call health. It's not always about going to the gym and hiring a trainer and all that kind of stuff. We can really do it on our own sometimes. And it's such a great feeling to have that accessible. And we talk a lot, we talk a lot about that today in the episode. And I'm super excited for you guys to hear about it. It's a bit of a long interview, so uh, I'm not going to take up too much of the, your time with this intro. Uh, typically, I'd talk about some miscellaneous stuff and whatnot, but uh, today I really want to focus on the topic at hand, and that's the correlation and the importance of mental health and uh, physical fitness and uh, how that all ties in together. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Eddie, and I'll be your host and guide through the After the Storm podcast. So feel free to sit back, relax, as we share some laughs, some moments, as we ride through this journey of life, self-acknowledgement, and of course, music.
Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second ever interview on the After the Storm podcast. I am pleased to have one of my dearest friends on the show today. Before I give him a chance to speak, let me just give you a couple words on this man as I look him dead in the eyes. <laughs> uh, this is uh, one of my friends. It's over, over I think, 12 years now uh, being friends, at least maybe 11. One of the funniest, loyal, just caring dudes I've ever met. A guy that I could have the dumbest conversation with and then immediately slide into like a real life conversation with. And I'm proud to see how far he's come. I'm literally in his home right now. It's a beautiful home. Uh, him and his girlfriend uh, live here now with their crazy ass dog, Murphy. Uh, but they, I'm super proud of him. He's, you know, he's come a long way. Uh, I promise you there was a point where he didn't even know how to spell. He would text me and uh, I I couldn't I couldn't make out what he was writing, and now he's a professional with you know a master's degree and a bachelor's, and it's it's great. I'm super proud of him. So that's enough flowers. Uh, allow me to introduce you guys to my dear friend uh, Carlos Fernandez. What's up? What's up, man? Appreciate that intro. Um, yeah, definitely come a long way, man. I remember those days too. I thought I knew what, what I was writing. I thought it made sense, and looking back at those emails and and aim messages and text messages like holy hell man I, what the hell was i trying to say and spelling and it's, it's crazy uh but i appreciate that real quick i don't have a master's though i wish you don't, I, that's I, right. I, I don't yeah, i don't yeah, didn't right. go that route but right. but but nonetheless yeah appreciate you i don't know everything but i mean he might as well have one he knows what he's talking about um see those before we uh get into anything and you explain to the people you know, what you do, why you're on the show today. Um, and if you clicked on the link already, you know what the show is going to be about. But I like to do little icebreakers with all of my guests. Um, and so you were not excluded. And so you have not seen any of these questions uh, at any point. Okay, these are all going to be rapid fire questions. You're going to give me the best answer you can so that the people can get to know you a little bit and get to know what you're about, you know, and just have some kind of idea of who Carlos is outside of his professional uh, lifestyle. All right, so are you ready? Let's, let's do it. Question number one, Carlos. What is your favorite song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I gotta go to uh, songs that I listen to while I'm working out, things like that, just keep me going. Um, funny enough, Bohemian Rhapsody is up there. Um, you know, I got I got I got a bump to Queen sometimes when I'm at the gym. Just just keeps me going. It, it keeps me on a, a nice vibe, and and I can push through push okay. through some some mean stuff at the gym doing Bohemian that. Rhapsody. I did not put him up to this. Uh, <laughs> question number two: What is your least favorite song? Oof, that's tough, man. I don't feel like I have a least favorite song, but there's definitely artists that I'll shy away from or, or I'll just I'll just like have to change the radio if, if, if they come up give me one of those yeah it, it's gotta be I hate to say this Lizzo is not my favorite <laughs> I know she's popular my girl jams to her all the time but yeah Lizzo is like ah, sometimes I just gotta change all right. the radio Lizzo alright question number three what is your biggest turn on in a person yeah good question good question I mean you know obviously Eventually, it's personality, right? But at first, it's obviously mostly the physical, you know, before you get to know someone. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm a butt guy, man. Definitely, definitely like the butt. I just want to say something that I didn't necessarily mean like uh, 
the person you're attracted to. It could have been anybody, but I love that that's the route that you went to. I just, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean. Okay, any, yeah, yeah, there you go. But question number four, what is your biggest turnoff in a person? Now that you know what I meant by it. Turnoff in a yeah, person. Yeah, biggest turnoff in a person. Yeah, definitely um, stuck up. Someone who's a snob, someone who's stuck up. I hate that. Yeah, not, not, not the vibe. For sure. Number five, what is your favorite curse word? Yeah, I'm basic, man. It's got to be fuck. It's got to be fuck. It's so uh, easy to use and input in, in any sentence and it really emphasizes things. So, yeah, fuck. All right. Number six, give me an unpopular opinion of yours. You okay. Unpo- unpopular, unpopular thought, unpopular opinion. Definitely transgender athletes should not be able to switch into a different genre or different gender of sport i wow. mean i think that's probably okay. controversial in itself okay wow you went you went with a really risky one there <laughs> all right okay we got the rails today uh number seven what artists are you really not into you just said lizzo can you give me another one another artist i'm not into god um because it was least favorite song but it let you slide with the artist so that's true oh you're right yeah, you're right, you're right. Least favorite song for... yeah um Dang, who else is out there? You know what? I don't like Cardi B that much. Cardi B. Yeah. Wow. You're so <laughs> Cardi B and Lizzo. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Says a lot about you. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, bro. Uh, number eight. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oof. If I were to ever go back and, you know, kind of do it all over again, I would probably pick acting if i just had like the crazy you know drive to be an actor i feel like that's that's, that would be such a dope you know career path okay number nine if you had one song left to live what song would that be oh i think anything from bad bunny but to be specific i think gaiaita would probably be up there yeah Go out partying one more time. I, yeah. I respect that. Bad Bunny, just, just the vibe, man. Just All right. Vibe. And then finally, number 10. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the birdie gates? You did it. Very nice. Whatever that might mean at the time, but Very nice. you did it. You got to the questionnaire. Some struggles, some controversial answers there, but great. You, you got through it. So now that people know a little bit about you, they can judge you or they could be like, well, this Carlos guy is really nice. I really like him. <laughs> or the opposite. Or the opposite. Yeah. yeah. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. All right, Stilo. So now that we got that out of the way, um, you know, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, uh, can you give the people a little bit of background on what you do, where you've come from, the real that, you know, got you to where you are, your title, all that kind of stuff, and why we're talking about, you know, physical health and the relation it has to your mental wellness and all that. Yeah, for sure, man. So, I mean, just looking at your laptop, looking at your your stickers, I mean, I got a rep UF, take it back to, to the college days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty much, you know, went to college, got my exercise science degree, um, put that into practice, became a, um, a strength and conditioning coach, did a couple internships. So started my career doing that, um, basically, um, you know, training athletes, eventually went to personal training, um, corporate wellness. Um, so ended up at a hospital, um, you know, in South Florida. Um, then most recently, well, I joined a startup. I was an online uh, personal trainer there. Um, now I'm a, a recruiter, actually. So I now help build the company and, and hire um, actual personal trainers and, and coaches, to be exact. But um, the last 
I, you know, kind of pivot I've done in my career. Now I'm actually a tech recruiter. So still with the same company. Um, now I hire um, for technical roles. It's mm, awesome, man. Uh, so obviously physical health being, you know, a main component of everything that you do. Uh, what got you into that? Is it something that you're, you're passionate about? Is it something that you focus on every day that you try to kind of preach to other people that is an important thing to, to keep up in your lifestyles? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think going back to when I was younger, I just wanted to be, maybe it was more simple back then. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to be around sports and that like atmosphere. Uh, and you know, I always thought health was something that was a priority to me, even when I was younger. Um, so, you know, kind of, you know, brought to, to, to joys, to passions and, and things that I, you know, wanted to do with my life. And that was, you know, health and fitness. Um, and on actually science too. I really enjoyed sciences in school. So anyway, yeah, I was like, shoot, what career can I, can I take and what path can I go down and that involved these things? And I mean, you know, I found strength coaching. That's really what I found. And, um, yeah, I mean, fast forward now, I mean, I've kind of done a spectrum of things in the wellness sector, uh, in the fitness sector. Um, so I've been blessed to really, you know, worked with all sorts of professionals and, and get my, uh, kind of feet wet in, you know, the wellness space, the fitness space, mental health, all those good things. And, you know, I have a, what I think is a very holistic approach to, to, to health. I see those. So the first question I always like to ask, uh, all my guests, and it's a question that we don't ask each other uh, too much anymore. And I think there's a problem with that. It's a simple, how are you? Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. Just off rip, most people are going to tell you I'm good. Like that's the first reaction, whether they're good or not. And that's like a huge mental health thing. So I know we're going to dive into that later. But, you know, honestly, I, I am good. I'm very happy where I'm at in many places in my life, um, particularly in my career, businesses that I'm trying to continue to grow and create. The only thing I'm not that good at is or don't feel my best at is uh, injuries that I'm dealing with. And that like affects so many things in your life, you don't realize it. And I think there's a, a great space to kind of share that. Um, it affects everything. It affects like, you know, when I wake up, I'm in pain, right? Like that's how, and you've, dealed, you've dealt with injuries, you know, many, many times, mm -hmm. big ones in the past. Yeah. So, you know, like it affects literally your everyday function for the most part and your mental, right? Sometimes you're just drained because of the pain or because of how maybe debilitating it is. So, um, I am very good. I'm very happy with many, many things in my life. And that's one thing I'm like trying to, um, actually like go to the experts for. So I'm like, you know, going to physical therapy, trying to get right. Uh, so I don't, I don't feel pain anymore because it sucks. Yeah. It sucks to, to live with that yeah. for sure. That's, I mean, it's good and bad in that answer. I'm glad that you're doing well with everything else. Injuries come and go, you know, yeah. they, they're tough. Like you said, I've, I've dealt with them. A lot of us deal with them. We're getting older now. That's another thing too, which yep. You know, I don't, I never like to really admit that, uh, but you know, we, it's, it's not as easy anymore. You know, you, right. you get a lot more sore and you're susceptible to more injuries for sure, which is also, you know, why it's so important to like, make sure that you're, you know, staying active and keeping, staying healthy. Cause if you're just going to go play ball once every five months, like you're going to feel the effects <laughs> of it the next day. If you haven't done anything prior to that, you know, right. it's, it's not the same. So, but you know, obviously I hope that you know, those injuries, you, know, you get those handled and you feel better, but. Aside from that, it's good to hear that you're doing well with everything else. Yeah, appreciate um, it, man. Yeah. How are you? I'm, oh, thank you for asking, bro. Thank you for asking. Uh, 
I'm I'm well, man. It's been a it's it's been a while. It's been a long time coming. Um, you know, I talk about like what I'm going through a lot on the show, but uh, for a while there, like I this is it's gonna sound crazy, right? But for for a while there, I feel like I lost my smile a little bit, mm-hmm. and you could see it. I mean, you know, you see me out, and like I, I, there's moments there where I had a good time and. You know, for whatever reason, I take pictures, I'm smiling, you know, like I've had good times, you know, throughout this period. But a lot of the time, you know, I'm kind of just like in my own head. And so lately I've been feeling pretty good. Um, you know, I still got some things to, to, to work on, you know, some relationships that I want to like heal a little bit, too. Yeah. But with this podcast, I've been like really staying active, like with fitness, which is why I wanted to talk about this today as well. And just being creative and uh, kind of balancing things out like i have really like cool stuff going on in my work right now um there's a lot of growth there right like a lot of good things are happening and i'm I'm in a space where i can finally like see like this is happening that's happening that's happening like let me be grateful for it you know and all that other stuff is kind of like taking a a backseat to it so a lot less overthinking a lot less anxious you know i feel good and uh i'm happy to be doing you know stuff like this to have like real conversations and um, you know, re- you know, release that to the world and for people to see and, and you know, to kind of share these things. Yeah. So, yeah, man, thank you for asking. Thanks for asking that, right? Yeah, for sure, baby, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I love that, man. Just to jump in there, man, I, I mean, I've obviously been friends with you for, again, what, 12 years or yeah. so. And uh, we've seen each other, like, you know, grow so much as well, man. But I definitely love to see when, like, my friends or anyone just truly pursues what they're passionate mm-hmm. about. And, um, you know, for you, this is, you know, as, as it starts right now, it's a passion project. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but what I'd love to see is like, you're, you're going into it all in, right. You're actually like making a schedule for yourself. You're actually like reaching out to people or, and, or people are reaching out to you, which is awesome. Uh, but like, you know, you're really going in on it and, uh, you know, that, that shows in your work, man. So, you know, definitely want to give you your flowers for that as well. Thank you, bro. And, uh, lo- love to see it, man. And, and hopefully this thing grows where, wherever you want to take it. Thank you, bro. Thank you for those flowers. They smell good. I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. All right. So let's, uh, dive into, you know, what we're going to talk about today. Obviously anyone who listens to this podcast and we talked about it before, one of the biggest things, you know, if not the biggest uh, thing on this podcast is mental health. Right. And so in your experience, I, I'd like to get some of your takes. Like, I'm sure you've had clients from, you know, from all over the world, different shapes, different sizes, different cultures, everything. Have you seen mental health kind of be a, a major factor as to why people, you know, join uh, the future, right? Like your, your company as to why they reach out to you. And, and I even have, you know, obviously you're my friend, so I have you on Instagram. I know that people tag you and other coaches every day, kind of like their check-in and all that, right? I think it's pretty cool that they do that. So basically the question being, you know, how big of a factor do you think, you know, mental health and, and wellness has been for a lot of the people that reach out to you? Yeah, man, it's huge. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, we obviously we're like pretty normal people, individuals, um, you know, live a, a normal, modest life. But I mean, I worked with pro athletes, millionaires, doctors, you know, you know, you know, people that are, I guess, you know, maybe a above the normal and mental health is always top of mind i mean if you don't have your as marshawn lynch would say like your mentals yeah your mentals your mentals your right get <laughs> your chickens right your mentals right i mean everything else becomes so much harder right mm-hmm. like normal life normal function becomes so much harder and so um that's priority number one having that you know straight pretty much right and i think fitness obviously 
Uh, I shouldn't say obvious, it's not obvious to everyone, but you know, at this point, you know, it's, it's something that is talked about more often, but fitness absolutely impacts your mental health. There's science behind it. Um, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're not a proponent of fitness and health, and maybe that's not what you're mostly into, if you're just worried about your mental health, find a way to live a healthier lifestyle and it will truly impact your mental health. So hopefully we can share some tips and tricks and get into that. Absolutely. It, and, you know, again, you keep saying things that kind of lead to my next point. And for me, I have this kind of ladder. It's like a, like a I don't know how many steps. I would call it a five step. But I don't even know if it's that many steps. But I just I have always believed for a long time is I've had many conversations with people about uh, mental health and, and, you know, health in general. And I've always believed there's that kind of a ladder. And I think that one of the most important things, maybe the top, is the, the confidence and just the, the energy that being healthy gives you. Because if you feel good and you, and you feel like you look good, you're, you're more confident, and that gives you the energy to conquer everything else in your life, you know. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to, you know, you feel stronger, you feel confident. So yeah, I'm going to do better at work today. I'm going to do this and that, you know, it's, it's a different energy that comes to you when you're, when you're healthy, man. It's true. Like we could all, it's easier to lay on the couch and, you know, eat funnies and, or, and Oreos <laughs> and, you know, watch TV all day. There's nothing wrong with, you know, ha like including that in your lifestyle, right. of course, you know, but if you just do that all day, then you're never going to have the energy to go out and, you know, accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Right. So I'm I'm totally with you uh, on that. And I guess going into like the next thing, right? Talk about, you know, what, aside from your, you know, being your career, right? And you saying that it's always been something that you've cared about. Can you dive in a little bit as to why health is such an important thing for you and the role that it pays for you, maybe your mental health, even to this day and growing up? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you hit it on the head, right? I mean, it, it, I didn't realize, obviously, when I was younger, it was part of mental health. Like you, you possibly don't know that when you're a teenager, um, but it did make me feel better, right? So growing up, being around sports made me feel really good. Being around my friends made me feel real good. Eventually, it was more of a very vain thing. I wanted to look better, not only feel better, but I wanted to you know, look better in the mirror and be happy with, with what I saw. That's part of mental health too, right? Um, and so for me, at that point, it became, you know, I, I liked the way it made me feel and I wanted to look a certain way. Right. So those were my priorities when it when it came down to like why I took fitness more seriously, uh, perhaps than other people at, at the time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, eventually you go to school, you learn the actual impacts and, and the science behind it. And you're like, wow, like, you know, I, I believe in this even more. I want to share this with other people. I want to mm -hmm. help other people feel better, look better whatever that means to them. That's truly what I, I tried to do as a personal trainer, as a coach with athletes and just the normal mom, pa, um, because it is that important. And, it, it, you know, and to, to go back to your question, uh, for me, you know, after it became less of a physical uh, thing, you know, maybe I wasn't as vain anymore. I just realized, like, I want to be healthy and feel good for a long time, right? So I got to take care of all the things that will align, allow me to get to 60, 70, 80 and have a good life along the way. I don't want to get to that point in my life and feel like shit, you know, get there with a bunch of, you know, call it injuries or mental, um, you know, maybe not mental, but more physical disabilities, even mental disabilities call it. But because, you know, that actually does play a, a huge factor, right? Like cancers, you know, Alzheimer's, 
um, you know, all, all the crazy things that you can get in this life. But anyway, to, to sum it all up, yeah, it became important for me in the long run and, um, you know, just living a better life and being happy along the way. Oh, that's great, man. Uh, and I think for a lot of people, health and working out, and you said it, I guess a lot of us, it's super normal. When we're younger, you don't really think of the correlation between mental health and physical health. And I think a lot of us, for the majority of our adolescence and like early 20s and all that, we work out because we want to look good, right? That's it. Like we want to look good for, you know, for the girls, the girls want to look good for the guys, you know, like it's all vain, right? And everyone has their motivation. And you know what? Sometimes that motivation will get you there. That's, yep. that's fine, you know, but how sustainable is it? Because I mean, we've all seen it. The relationship 15, the freshman 15, all that <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I got my body. I found the girl I want to be with. I found the guy I want to be with. And now like I'm going to plump, you mm -hmm. know, and then you could just kind of, you know, spiral down into unhealthy habits because you realize that you this whole time you had been doing this not for yourself, but to impress others and to just, you know, make this like make a I don't want to say caricature of yourself, but like make this, you know, just kind of I don't know. I, I'm not finding the right word right now, but it's you know what I mean? It's a facade, maybe a facade. Yeah. Something mm -hmm. like that. And so, you know, you realize at some point and there are the people that, you know, the, they'll find somebody and and they'll stick with it. You know, they realize, like, OK, like, it's, you know, this is more than just like me trying to impress somebody. Right. Right. But I also feel that uh, you arrive at a point right for, for some people, health and working out and all that. It seems kind of like a crutch. And mm -hmm. some people will get to a point where they're they've kind of let themselves become so unhealthy yeah. that that road to being in a comfortable position seems so far away. Yeah. Right. That like, yeah, even if I go run today, even if I, you know, start working out for a week, like it's not going to be, you know, until another year or whatever. until I start seeing results that I, you know, I, I'd like to have. Yeah. And so I guess my next question that I'll have for you is, you know, if you could provide some tips on how to, overcome that mental roadblock and set realistic uh health expectations for yourself that obviously can expand and you can you know really reach like the highest of highs but you i feel like when you when you just think of yourself as this is it this is i want the six pack i want this you know yeah. like i want to squat 600 pounds right. these are these are hard things to achieve and if all you're thinking about is a long run it's going to take you forever to get there yeah. so if you could give some tips or whatever you know maybe some stuff that you share with other people on how to set these like, you know, ex like realistic expectations so that yeah. you can eventually get to that point where you want to be at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that question. I think, you know, coaching people for so many years, that's exactly how it starts. They, by the time they get to you, most of the time they're fired up, they're motivated. Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to gain 10 pounds of muscle, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm here. I'm motivated. Let's go. And usually people are like, give it to me five days a week. Uh, you know, three hour workout and, you know, have these really, really unrealistic expectations. And oh, by the way, I want to get there by the end of the month. I want to look a certain way by the end of crazy as it sounds. You have so many people yeah. that, that, you know, truly get into fitness in that, in yeah. that space and in that way. And that's awesome because it got you there, right? And you got you to talk to me or anyone, right? Any coach, any fitness professional. And so number one is motivation does not last. That comes and goes, right? So it's amazing to have the motivation. But that is not going to get you to your end goal. That is going to start you, 
but it's not going to get you to your end goal. So building healthy habits, and those are two things you mentioned, right? Motivation and, and habits. Building small habits um, are is really what's going to propel you to, to ideally get to where you want to go and starting small. People don't understand the, the power of being 1% better each day, mm-hmm. right? That's like the most, uh, you know, probably one of the most used metaphors out there. But basically just take it piece by piece, bite off small things that you can actually chew and conquer each and every day. And the sum of all those things will actually get you to where you want to be in a year, five years, 10 years, six months, whatever it might be. Right. So I think that's like the, 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 the biggest, you know, secret to it because there's actually no secret. It's showing up, doing the work consistently over time. And those small things will actually give you what you want in the long run. And then I think the last piece is most people forget it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And you want to get to, you know, X by, you know, six months, right? You want to lose 10 pounds in, in, you know, six months, three months, two months, whatever it is. But people are trying to sprint there every single time. And they don't realize, you know, it takes hard work to get there. But if you want to be healthy, it's not a six month sprint. It's a 10 year, 15, 20, 30, right? And so that's the way you got to look at it. And that will help you reshape your goals, right? Yes, there's very vain things in fitness and you want to look a certain way by a certain time. I got a cruise coming up. I want to look like this by then. Awesome. But what about after? Like, what's going to keep me going, right? Um, you know, and those are the things that I, I really try to, um, you know, explain to people when they come to me. I don't try to shoot people down. I try to definitely lean into their motivation because that's what's going to continue us, you know, moving forward. But I also want to bring people down to earth just a little bit, right? Not not enough to like deter them from working with me, but, you know, just kind of, as you said, make it a little bit more realistic. Um, but yeah, those are those are my tips. For sure. Uh, so you, one thing you didn't mention there, I was, was going to see if you mentioned it there, but we were going to bring it up anyway. Nutrition, mm-hmm. nutrition. Yep. We, you and I have talked about this. <laughs> I, 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 during summer of 2020, I would call Carlos because you know during that time we we're on the pandemic. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a lot to do. Luckily, I was in Tampa and gyms were open, so I got to focus really on health. And during that period, was probably some of the health, maybe the best shape I've ever been in. And a lot of that was because I would call Carlos and I would have like an hour plus long conversation with him. We'd catch up and stuff, but I would hammer him about just nutrition and, you know, uh, how I should, you know, uh, space my workouts out, like all these kinds of things. But he would always say nutrition is like 80% of the battle, whatever, you know, uh, it's such a big thing because you could work out and do all that. Sure. You'll, you'll, you'll get stronger, but if you're looking for these body goals, you know, you want this, this cruise body, this, this summer, these summer abs, then the kitchen is what matters so much. But aside from that, right. And I'm kind of alluded to a little bit earlier when I was saying, you, you know, you could just go on the couch and eat Oreos and Funyuns <laughs> all day. There's also a mental thing that comes with nutrition as well there, you know, when you, all you eat is just junk food and like terrible foods that aren't good for you. It not only is it deterring your, your physical health, but you know, it also doesn't do you any well mentally. So if you could kind of go into to that, the importance of nutrition mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where I start <clears throat> with a lot of people, but the thing is that's the hardest for most people, right? Cause if you think about it, most people are going to go to the gym, maybe two to five times a week. Mm-hmm. 
nutrition, you're doing it minimum two to three times a day, right? So for people to change that, they're changing their entire lives, right? Versus fitness, which is a couple of times a week, luck, hopefully, right? In any case, yeah, nutrition is probably the, the, the thing that um, is going to have the biggest change to your life, right? In the sense of how you feel, how you look, the results you get. Um, cause me and you can go to the gym just as many times, you know, same workouts, same in- intensity, same everything, same amount of times during the week. But if my nutrition is, is far better than yours, I'm going to see results, you know, five times faster. Right. And actually you might never see the results you want because your nutrition just never gets there. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's probably, you know, the, the biggest thing for people, they think they can out train a bad diet. And that's, you know, one of the big, big things people say in fitness, you absolutely cannot out train a bad diet. Right. And to your point, it does affect your every other aspect of your life, right? So it affects your mental health, actually, right? It can make you it can make you feel a certain way, whether it's better or worse. Um, your gut, actually, you have your own gut health, right? So your your gut sends signals to your brain. It can actually tell you today I'm in a shitty mood because I had a very weird, a very bad meal that I did that I don't react well to. Um, and that's going to send signals to your brain. And guess what? That whole day, you're probably going to feel like shit, right? Like mentally and physically. So uh, in any case, yeah, it affects, you know, all, all, all sorts of your of your well-being. But yeah, when you talk about fitness and, and specific goals to look a certain way, yeah, nutrition is, is definitely number one. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, highly, highly important. But you got to start small. You got to start somewhere. If you're coming from zero, you're not going to get to 100, you know, in, in a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Let's start with fitness, right? Let's start that. Introduce that to your life. Let's get that down packed. Once we feel good about those habits that we've created and you have like a good flow. OK, now let's add something else. And now we'll talk about nutrition. Now we'll talk about and get into that. Most people are like, yeah, I want a meal plan. I want to start five, going to the gym five times a week. And I'm like, cool, that's awesome. Like, let's lean into that. But most of the time people go gun ho. They do it hard as hell for one month and then they don't realize like that's not sustainable. That's sustainable. And that's the, that's the number one key. I'm, I'm here to be someone to you for the long term or teach you how to do it so you can go out and implement it yourself and make this a lifestyle change versus like, I want the secret sauce. Here's the recipe. And this is this is going to get you there in 30 days. That's that's yeah. absolutely not true. Yeah, yeah. You can go online and look up like 30 days, six pack guy <laughs> plan. You know, there's a million of those out there, but right. it's true, man. Nutrition is, is so important. So we have a lot more to talk about too. But before that, uh, we talked about it earlier. Anyone who listens to the show knows how important music is to the show. And I like my guests to come to the show with a, a couple songs. Uh, you know, they could be songs that they really care about or just songs that they vibe with, you know, and with, with Carlos, one of his biggest things, obviously gym and music, they, <laughs> they, they correlate so well. Right. Uh, I don't, I, <laughs> I know you have it too. I'm sure that all of us have had that feeling. Like we get to the gym and our AirPods are dead or we forgot our earphones and we're like, damn, now I got to listen to Celine Dion over this, like <laughs> over this LA fitness radio right. for some reason. I don't know why they always have like eighties, like so ballads bad. playing, <laughs> like give me anything else. Who's managing the oh music in these God. gyms? LA fitness radio. If it was a, if it was a Pandora radio station, <laughs> never, I would never listen never to it in my life. No, no, no. 
Uh, so Carlos, if you'll go ahead and uh, give me your first song, you know, and, and walk us through why you're picking this song and, you know, whatever. It could be something you really like or, you know, maybe some gym song you're into. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, there's so many. I mean, it depends on the mood. If I'm going heavy, if I, if I need to crush a workout, I'm going to drop some 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 Drake, some Meek Mills, something something a little harder. Uh, sometimes Bad Bunny does it specifically, um, you know, a couple of his new songs that I've just been jamming to lately, his new album, amazing, mm. fire. Uh-huh. Um, Después de la Playa, it's, it's got the mambo in there, you know, it's got the right rhythm, uh, and it's got its actual, like, ebb and flows in, in, in that song specifically. So it kind of, like, gets me going and slows me down while I'm resting a little bit and then, like, pumps me back up for, for my next set. But yeah, no, it's gotta it's gotta hit hard and, and it's gotta be like the 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 right timing too, because yeah. sometimes Meek Mills is like, yo, that's hard, but it's not it's not matching my workout. It's not matching it's not matching my yeah, I'm just trying right to stretch now. right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need somebody famous. screaming in my ear, like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to do you know, downward dog, right? Exactly. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. trying to warm up and this guy's, you know, screaming in your ear, right? So, so yeah, yeah. So your first song being the first first song. That you can come, you know. You were saying earlier, you might look back on this two months from now and be like, "Damn, why did I pick that song?" Yeah, this is your moment. Time to shine. One the, song right now. Después de la playa, for sure. Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. That's right great. Now. That's yeah. great. Uh, you know, I, I previous episodes, I've mentioned how much I love that album. So that's a great album, a great song that you picked. Hits. So, so for many, sure, so for many sure, many hits sure. In, that, in that album. Yeah. So without further ado, here's Después de la Playa by Bad Bunny. Yeah. Después de la playa, si no se camó, yo traigo la toalla y de nuevo nos vamos. Pero en mi cama te voy a dar tabla de selfie yeah. Dime pa' dónde vamos. Después de la playa, si no se camó, yo traigo la toalla y de nuevo nos vamos. Pero en mi cama te voy a dar tabla de selfie bebé. Dime, vamos para el mambo, no vamos para el mambo. Tú me dices, mami. Zumba. de la playa, si no se camó, yo traigo la toalla y de nuevo nos vamos, pero en mi cama te voy a dar tabla de selfie al bebé, mami tú vives lejos, pero como quiera yo voy a buscarte, porque tú estás bueno y te lo mereces, al frente del mar es que yo quiero darte, pa' que se pongan contentos todos los peces. Que a veces, la otra vez en la playa te emborrachaste y pediste que te beses. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. 
Hey, todo el mundo borracho bailando en la playa Sintiendo el calor, sintiendo el calor Tú llevas rato mirando y mirando Pégate mejor, pégate mejor De esa chapa se habla en toda la barbería Y en el colmadón, y en el colmadón Hey, tú no, yo sé que Romeo Y yo le voy a hacer comodón, le voy a hacer comodón Salí con tu mujer Dios me perdona, falta tú. ¿Qué? 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 Estoy borracho, borracho. ¿Qué? 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 ¿Qué tú dices, Beto? No le voy a bajar, ¿ok? No le voy a bajar, no le voy a ¿Quién es que está cogiendo cerveza, Neverita? ¿Anda con nosotros? Ah, ok, 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 dale. All right, so that was Después de la Playa by Bad Bunny. A fucking phenomenal song. If I do say so myself, that's a great choice, Carlos. Fantastic choice. I don't know how you're going to beat that one. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, so to kind of uh, jump back into it, uh, the last thing we talked about was nutrition and food. Being from Miami, living in Miami, especially the older that we grow up, everywhere you go right it's the lifestyle here right food is a big part of it obviously there's food from all around you know land countries and all around the world so it's very easy to just like eat yourself to death here so but another thing that i feel like people don't correlate that often at least not enough at least in my experience yeah. is is alcohol you know and the effects that 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 drinking too much i'm not talking about having like an occasional wine or you know things like that but like when you right. overdo it right and you know i've been there too and it's crazy because we'll drink and we'll wake up hungover feel like shit and then you're like ah, i'm never drinking again a week later like i'm doing this run it back right. run it back like do it all over again <laughs> it's crazy you know it's yeah. crazy and I, it's you know a lot of it is just a social aspect right some people you know they drink to cope with whatever they have going on with their lives um but all in all it is objectively unhealthy you know yeah. when when you overdo it especially um so if you could kind of dive into you know the effects that, that alcohol has on your progress you know when it comes to your health goals yeah. and also mentally you know what what that does to you um in in the same fitness regard yeah yeah no that's a great question i mean alcohol uh is very very detrimental to all health and fitness goals it creates a lot of bad things in your body is the number one inflammation. I mean, most people don't know that, but um, it actually um, inflames your body, right? And the number one thing when you are, you know, talking about fitness and health, specifically more so fitness, um, you are actually trying to break some of your, your fibers and your muscles down to then recuperate it while you sleep, right? And repair really is what you're doing while you sleep. And that's actually how you grow, right? More muscle, right? So when you actually drink alcohol, especially in excess, you're slowing down the recovery or, or pretty much not only slowing down the recovery, sometimes you're eliminating the recovery altogether. So alcohol comes usually with poor sleep, 
even if you get eight hours, you're not getting quality sleep if you are, you know, you know, drinking alcohol. Um, it comes usually as well with bad nutrition. Most of the time you make terrible nutrition choices when you are drinking alcohol. So 3 a.m. pizza. Yeah. Th- exactly. <laughs> 3 a.m. You know, nothing's open, nothing good is yeah, open at McDonald's, that time, right? Yeah, McDonald's yeah. talk about all those things, yeah. right? And so it's actually a multitude of, of effects and, and that, that, that you want to consider when you even talk about alcohol in the body. Um, but most importantly, if you're just isolating alcohol, correct, it is, it is super, super detrimental to your health and fitness goals, even, even your mental health, right? Um, some people are codependent on alcohol, right? Because that's their escape and that's how they feel better for a little bit, right? And, you know, let's take it up a notch and maybe not even only alcohol, drugs, right? Like it could be anything um, that you want to use as an escape from your reality, from your mental health, from whatever you're experiencing at the time. So, yeah, it's 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 from my advice and my, you know, obviously my own opinion, I would try to avoid alcohol if you have you know very strong fitness goals, even if you don't for your health and your longevity. Um, yeah drink alcohol very, very moderately uh, or not at all. It's very hard because it is a very normal thing in our society. Um, it's a social thing. People do it at every event, few, uh, maybe not funerals, but birthday parties, weddings, you know, meeting up with a friend, um, yeah. you know, usually alcohol is involved. So it's super, super hard to, to take out of your life. But again, kind of slowly but surely, um, if you want, if you do want to focus on, you know, hard goals in your, in your, in your fitness, health, you know, mental, whatever it might be, alcohol is one of those things that will not help. It would actually, it's actually going to take you steps back. So, um, you know, definitely stay away from it if, if, if possible. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, the other thing I'll say working with a multitude of people, um, because it is so normal in our society to drink. Uh, doesn't mean that it's good for you or or it's right because some people dismiss it as yeah it's just one drink or like yeah I'm just gonna go hang out with my friends but that turns into a couple of drinks and that messes up as you said right your your next day sometimes it messes up your schedule your sleep um, messes up your recovery in your own body um, you know and it affects so many things in your life so um, yeah I'm I'm, I'm obviously uh, you know health freak when it comes to that mm-hmm. and so yeah that's my two cents on alcohol yeah it's absolutely a depressant i've been there i've seen the i've dealt with the the good parts of drink you know the, the fun times yeah. All that. yeah you know we yeah. all have but you know the the older i've gotten and i guess the more i've the more shit i've been through the more things i've seen like uh, alcohol has kind of been that more of a villain now right yeah. and now i've i don't do it i try not to do it in excess uh, because I did realize at some point I was kind of a little dependent on it. I, I definitely was kind of using it to cope. And, you know, I didn't realize I was doing that. Um, and then, you know, I mentioned it in a previous episode that, uh, you know, it recently even got me into situations where, like, I just was out of my own body, like just on autopilot. Right. It's yeah. super scary, man. Like, it's oh, yeah. it's, it's awful because then you got to find out, oh, I did this. I did that. Like, and you just feel like complete, like, asshole. Right. right? And, you know, so it's definitely something, not just that, but I've noticed that, you know, now that I'm really focusing and locking in on these like health goals, I have definitely toned it down drinking. I've traveled in the same space and, you know, maybe one day, like a little bit, but, you know, I really try to just like be conscious of what I'm doing, what I'm eating. Also, like you said, the last thing, like I'm drinking all day and then like, oh, it's 2 a.m. Like I'm gonna go have 
Taco Bell, oh, this is a great idea. You know, like it's never, no. And then I wake right. up the next morning, like, why do I feel like shit? Exactly. You know, yeah. so yeah. It's, and like, and as you mentioned earlier, the older you get, those hangovers are not, are not, you know, now it's yeah, 48 yeah. hours sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it hits it's, you harder now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And so to kind of bounce back off of that, uh, you said it, it, the society that we live in, Right. Alcohol is, is such a big thing. We do it socially. We do all that kind of stuff. You know, some people uh, will do what I'm guilty of. It's like on Instagram, like, look how cool I am. Like, here's my drink. Right. right. Like I've done it before, you know, whatever. And yeah. it's cool. It, it's fine. You know, but to to kind of go into that, it leads into me into social media and like the reality of the environment that we live in today. And when you're on social and especially in a place like Miami. Right. Um, you come across like a lot of individuals who look like fitness gods, right? And you're on Instagram and I'm sure like a lot of dudes will follow like, you know, bikini models and whatnot. Yeah. And, and, you know, women will see this and, and it, it, it's, and then men will see, you know, like Ryan Gosling or whoever. Right. Yeah. And they'll create these uh, sort of like really far fetched, like goals for themselves in their body. Right. Yeah. And they'll think that, Oh, this is what, you know, an ideal man or woman is supposed to look like. If I look like this, then I'll be really desirable. She'll want me. The girl that I've been trying to chase or whatever doesn't pay me attention. The second I post a thirst trap on, on my Instagram <laughs> with my abs, oh, she's going to sign in my DMs or, yeah. you know, vice versa. Right. Yeah. And so mentally, I feel like that really like messes with a lot of people because as we talk, talked about earlier, you end up working out and doing these things for the wrong reasons. You're not yeah. doing it for yourself anymore. You're doing it to impress other people. Right. So I'm curious as to how often you've noticed that with people who come to you with fitness goals um, and what a big detriment, you know, those unrealistic, you know, uh, body expectations that we see, like what that does to somebody mentally and how it kind of caps that that journey for them to reach some, you know, nicer and more attainable goals. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think so many people come to us and to me as fitness professionals with the thought in their head that they do want to look like someone they saw at, in social media, whether it's a famous actor, actress, or just someone that they follow in an influencer or whatever it might be. And, um, you know, the, the unfortunate thing is that is motivation. And that is great that, I, again, that it got you to to talk to me and, and hopefully start your, your fitness, your health journey. Uh, but the truth of the matter is there is very, very few people that will be able to obtain those type of bodies and not the fact that you don't might not even be able to put in the work because it takes a lot of work to get to there um but the fact of the matter is is it, it comes down to everyone is their own person and they're and they're going to look their best way and it might not ever look like that person that they present to you right even if they do everything to the t exactly right sleep nutrition you know obviously fitness they might never look like that person just genetically. They're not built like that. Right. And so that's like an even more, you know, mind fuck, if you will, mm -hmm. um, because people don't understand that. They're like, no, they, this person looks like this. Like I can look like this and maybe you can, but most of the time it's a, it is going to come down to like, you know, genetics and really the sacrifices that people are willing to make to even get to look like that. And speaking of Miami, a lot of those things are actually fake, right? Like, unfortunately, people do a lot of surgery here. People do a lot of, um, you know, things 
you know, steroids or whatever it might be, very, very extreme measures to look a certain way. Um, because you're right, actually, it does unfortunately help you in the vain sense of getting to meet and be around people that look a certain way, right? So um, it's it's a it's a it's an it's a weird club to be a part of, but um, in any case, yeah, I mean it's it's a big issue. Um, you know, social media is very fake, right? Um, for all the great things that social media does for for us, it also hurts a lot of people and their mental health. Um, shoot, as you said, man, we even we go through that when we see you know other men that are like extremely you know ripped, and we you know mentally we want to be there uh, or physically we want to be there. Um, you know, chances are to look like the rock, for example, <laughs> it, it will probably never happen no. for 99.9% of the people on this planet. Yeah. Right. But everyone still has the goal to want to get there. And if the worst part is it's not realistic for the most part. And when you don't get there and when you don't see fast results and you get demotivated, you get demoralized, you get into your own head and then you're like, shit, what's wrong with me? Right. There's probably nothing's wrong with you, but um, yeah, it could be very, very detrimental to your mental health for sure. And so, you know, the best thing and the best advice I can, I can give here is compare yourself to yourself, like who you were yesterday to who you are today. If you don't see yourself getting better, you're not taking the right steps more than likely to improve what, what you want to improve. So, you know, what can you do today to make yourself better tomorrow when whatever that might be, you know, obviously we're talking about fitness and, and health, but you know, that, that applies to all aspects of, of your life. So those are the things that I try to focus on now. I mean, maybe back then it was a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think those are the things I always say because, yeah, I mean, I, I we experience it. People, we know people around us who have experienced it. They get sad. They get in their head. They get depressed. Right. And, you know, and so social media can be very, very unhealthy for a lot of reasons. But obviously it has a lot of good to it. I agree. Uh and, and just to, to jump off that, the the mental aspect and what it does, you could you could see someone, you know, it may not be like a celebrity. You just see someone in, a, in your circle or somebody that like, you know, you're the girl you want to date is dating. You're like, all right, this is what I got to be. That's what I got. You know, I got to look like this guy. Right. Yeah. And then you reach that anyway. And then like, oh, where are all the things that I wanted? <laughs> oh, what well, did you? And it's like people just assume like, oh, like I look good now. Like things just going to come my way. Right. It, it doesn't work that way, man. That, yeah. there's, there's, that's another thing that people is a, is a, you know, a bridge that people got a gap there. It's just, it's a lot. And, uh, Social media is another thing that we talk about a lot here on the show and, you know, the, the detrimental parts of it. And obviously it's got it, its benefits, right? Like I even I get to promote this podcast and people reach out to me and, I, you know, all that. I get to keep up with friends that I care about, you know, in an easier way than to have to text them every day. Yeah. But for sure, man, like, you know, it's a go down your feed and see that these crazy Sports Illustrated models and all these people. Right. Like and. And and one thing is a lot of these people, right, with these like crazy bodies, like what people don't understand is like they've committed to this lifestyle. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Huge sacrifice. These guys are like Gold's Gym, you know, all that, right? Like a lot of like that's their lifestyle, man. Like they've been on that, right? Yeah. So it's like years of it. Years. Like kudos, credit to them. And like it's you're not realistically gonna like just achieve that in an instant, right? right. And those are the people that, you know, they've they're probably doing it for the right reasons, doing it for themselves. Maybe they started off with a crazy different motivation. Maybe it was a vain motivation, but 
through time, like they stayed consistent, they stayed with it, right? And it just became their lifestyle. Like every day up at 5 a.m. or at night, whatever time of the day they have, nutrition, everything, you know, it mattered to them for whatever reason. So it's habits, man. It's habits. habits you the habits you build is, is is really you know the life you create, and that stems you know again obviously from fitness to nutrition to all those things. But even you know when you talk about your professional careers, right? If you want to get somewhere financially, like the the habits you 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 build today are going to dictate the amount of things you have tomorrow, right? Yeah. Whatever that might mean to you. But um, yeah, absolutely for sure. So one of the things that people do when the, or some of the things that people do when they're trying to reach these crazy uh, goals is like, all right, today is May 18th. All right, June 18th, I, I got a cruise. You know? <laughs> yeah, I want to want to look good, right? You know, I'm single, good. You know, want to just like take my shirt off, feel confident, right? Yeah. Let me go online. Let me look up a 30-day like six-pack ripped ab like workout, right? Like, let me just do this every day, right? Like get the nutrition right. And surely by the end of these 30 days, I'm going to look good. Can you explain to these people, <laughs> right? Like why that's just not true. That's just not how it's going to happen. And aside from that, obviously, you know, debunk some of these crazy health myths that, you know, people try to latch on to to reach these goals, you know, faster than they probably can. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that question. Um, and this is, you know, maybe one of my personal passions, just helping people like overcome health and, and fitness myths. Uh, cause people come to, to us all the time with these things like, Hey, Los, what do you think about the keto diet? Hey, Los, what do you think about this, this, uh, apple cider vinegar thing? Hey, Los, uh, what about this 30 day ab challenge? I could do it. Right. Um, and, and you know, the, again, the one thing I love about all this is people are like, curious about their health about their fitness and so i'll never put someone down when it comes to that and that's one thing fitness professionals might do which i i never agree with like hey man they're coming to you like as a professional for help like we're here to help so let's help them right so that's number one but you know really number two is is education right like I want to help people understand certain things and I'm going to try to deliver that information in a very palatable way, right? Very easy to digest way. And so the first thing I'll say to any of this is there is no secret sauce. There's no secret recipe. There's no 30 day anything. Um, it won't get you to where you want to be that quickly. Anything in life, uh, you know, is truly not an overnight success. Even those people that look like they're overnight successes. They're not. It's taken years of of something behind the scenes to get them to where they, they where they are today. And so that's the number one thing. No one wants to hear that, but it's the truth. It's, mm -hmm. the, it's the hard truth. Mm -hmm. But plain and simple. Um so yeah, I mean I think you know the number one thing is we live in an information world, right? Information is on our, is in our fingertips or at our fingertips, right? You have your iPhone, you have your laptop. Uh, you have Google, right? Anything you can get answered in, in five minutes, but don't take something for face value, right? That's the one thing I'll say because I'll have people send me Google articles and, you know, I can debunk it in two seconds, right? Yeah. And that's because I've, I've gathered information, you know, years and years and years. And so I can, you know, really assess, you know, what might be true or not might be true or what might not be true. Uh, so, you know, do a little bit of research, right? Ask the right people, ask the, hopefully the professionals and, and, you know, hopefully they'll guide you in the right direction. But, um, yeah, there's no secret sauce. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing I'll, I'll pinpoint it to. 
Uh, there's no shortcuts to success. You're not going to get abs in 30 days, right? That's, that's just not going <laughs> to happen. It's going to take months and years of, yeah. of, of hard work. Um, so, you know, come to us with those motivations. Absolutely. We're here to help, we're here to answer those questions. Uh, but just know it's, it's going to take a while and, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a marathon, not, not a sprint. For sure. For sure. So as we're wrapping up uh, close to the end of the interview now, actually, uh, I want to give you a chance to, to talk about your company a little bit and, you know, tell the listeners or, or give them, you know, how, tell them how to reach uh, out to you or to anyone you know that you work with and how to get in contact with you guys in case they're curious about what you do and they want to you know join you in that journey or you know come to you with questions and all that so take a second to just explain that yeah i love that and i appreciate the platform for mm -hmm. that um yeah so i work for a startup it's called future future fit um what we do is basically pair people with coaches right and so you know they take care of you know hopefully all your needs um, when it comes to fitness, health, and and they'll help you with, you know, what they're, um, you know, professionally sound at. So we have people who are very sound in nutrition. We have people who have, are very sound in, um, you know, coaching athletes. We have people who just will work with mom and pa, you know, type of people. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the gist of it is we're pairing, um, you know, world-class coaches uh, with, you know, people who are looking for, for help in their, in their fitness and, and health journey. So, you can reach us uh, at Future Fitness app on, on Instagram, on all handles, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Um, you can reach out to me and I can obviously help you uh, set you up with a coach. My Instagram handle is uh, Fitness Loso. Um, so, you know, that's that's something that I'm super passionate about, you know, helping our company grow. We're a startup. We have about 15,000 customers today. Um, we're sure still young, but you know, we were growing like crazy. So I'm super excited to, to see what we can do. Um, and we've helped a lot of people along the way. Um, you know, um, people rave about us actually. So I love that. I mean, the app store, you can see reviews on apps so you can see what people say about us. Don't just take my word for it. Um, but it's amazing what, what, what we're able to do. And, and the point of it is we're connect, connecting humans, um, you know, a professional to someone that's looking for help. Uh, and hopefully we're we're able to change their their lives for the long run. And and uh, again, there's no, it's not a 30 day challenge. It's not a you get with a fit uh, with a future coach and you know you're gonna get results in two weeks. It's uh, if you want light long time uh, lifetime results, you know we'll hopefully we'll we'll get you there. It's awesome, those appreciate that. I'm glad you know hopefully somebody uh, you know some people reach out. It's a it's a pretty sweet uh, you know pretty sweet position you have right like. You know, and 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 how you're able to help people—that's incredible. And I gravitate towards people like that. I think you do as well. People that find a way to kind of not just do something they're passionate about, but do it in a way that can present information to other people or help other people in ways that you know it, it may not be everything that you do, but one little thing that you say, one little thing that you could suggest could have been exactly like what that person was missing, right? And you never know. The more you share your your knowledge, right? The the more likely you are that somebody will latch on and learn something from it. So, you know, obviously, you know, as we're, we wrap up the episode, uh, grateful for the knowledge that you shared today, man. Like, uh, it's it's crazy. It's how I know we're, we're such good friends that the the last text that you sent me is... <laughs> completely inappropriate <laughs> right but we're able to sit here have a conversation like this right it's a great dynamic man uh you know uh, you had me over at your home with your crazy ass dog right 
it's it's been a great conversation um you know good times uh and you know i'll continue to come to you too with my own you know questions whenever i have them because uh, you know fitness is still a journey Absolutely. and you know it's 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 a commitment you know so uh hopefully uh you know you can continue to share that kind of information with me and you know the people that that you get to work with in the future yeah, man. Um, I appreciate you having me on and, you know, allowing us to to, to have this conversation and hopefully it, it helps people in, in any way. But yeah, hell yeah, man. Appreciate your friendship over the years as well. Um, and your guidance too, man. Definitely. I reach out to you for, for specific things as well. And, um, you know, looking forward to hopefully continue to, to be friends and, and yeah. help people along the way. No, it's over. That's it. It's just, <laughs> that's it. No, that's it. I used you. It. I used you. That's it. I waited for this moment and we're done. That's right. it. Yeah. One so, thing I'll say is, um, as far as just the, the shout out to, to, to like reach out to us at, at future, you get a free month of training, hit me up. Um, we'll definitely, uh, hook you up with a, with a free month. Yeah, man, for sure. That's a great opportunity for people to have. So the last thing we'll do, uh, before we head out, like I said, we mentioned two songs, two songs. So the first song, thick with the Puerta de la Playa by Bad Bunny, right? Great choice. I can't can't imagine how you're gonna beat that one right now because that's all I've been listening to lately. So you hit it, you hit the nail right in the coffin, uh, right for me, um, and I share for a lot of listeners in the podcast. So, Los, what would be your your second song, your send off as we uh, end this uh, this interview? And you can go ahead and explain why. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be funny. Um, I love "Eye of the Tiger." <laughs> Super corny. <laughs> But I throw that on while I'm working out or just like need a little motivational boost. And it's it's just the beat, the rhythm. Uh it just like lifts me up. And I'm I just it Yeah, and it just uh it's super, super corny. I, I don't even listen I don't even uh really like sing the lyrics much, but it's just the it's just the beat and it just gets me going. So that's a great song. It's corny as hell. <laughs> yeah, corny yeah. as hell. And like, oh we get the fitness guy and I'm like, you know what song I really like? Uh Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Just growing up listening yeah. to it in movies. I get it. You watch Rocky. I oh, get it. Yeah, uh, Rocky. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, just and I mean it just always hit hit the right. Like it just it just always worked out in the movies and like whenever I play it's the right mood, right atmosphere and it it just gets me going. We should shoot an '80s like uh, workout montage together. You know, like where we just run on the beach shirtless, right? <laughs> just do push-ups, and, like Baywatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, you know, yeah. the whole thing. Let slow, slow motion. Let the hair grow, right? You know, yeah. And yeah. have a good badass soundtrack. <laughs> exactly, man. exactly. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, Lois, as we as we you know uh, say goodbye uh, once again, I want to say thank you again for being on the show and, and you know for sharing all this knowledge. Um, any parting words before we go? I appreciate it again, man. And uh, looking forward to to running it back uh, for another another round of whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, for sure, bro. We'll definitely do this again in the future. All right, guys. So, Silos will be setting you off with uh, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor.
So that about wraps it up for this episode of the After the Storm podcast. Uh, what a pleasure it was to have Carlos on the show today to share his knowledge. And I hope that you guys can take something from it. I know I definitely did. And make sure to check out uh, Future App and to reach out to him. Uh, make sure to include his handle and the company's handle on my Instagram story when I post uh, this podcast today. But as always, I can never leave you guys without at least one song of my choosing. And this was a huge, huge week. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've been talking about a lot about Bad Bunny lately. But I would be remiss if I did not speak about one Kendrick Lamar. I mean, of course, last week's episode was all Kendrick Lamar inspired. So how could I not speak at least briefly about uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, the album that he just released? You know, this album is incredible from a songwriter's perspective. Uh, at first, I'm not going to lie, the first time I heard it, maybe I just wasn't in the right state of mind. I wasn't really feeling it the first time I heard it. But then I woke up the next day and, oh, my God, it hit me like a ton of bricks. What a lyrical genius this man is. And just the death of the topics that he touched on, it it's just it's perfect. He spoke about uh, self-assurance. He spoke about the uh, LGBTQ community, about homophobia, about uh, uh uh, daddy issues about uh, sobriety, about so much, so much. He covered so much in this 18-song masterpiece. Uh, we'll just call it that. Uh, but absolutely incredible. Uh, a couple songs that uh, stood out to me. Uh, we Cry Together, uh, which is crazy. It's about this toxic relationship, which even if you haven't been in one, and I'm sure you've come across people that have been in one, Never a pretty sight. That song is that song is crazy. I've never heard anything like it in my life. Uh that one, um, Mother I Sober from a writing perspective is incredible. I'm not kidding or exaggerating when I say that the first time I heard it. Uh, I kind of cried a little bit. It really I was really locked in on what he was saying. It was just incredible. Uh, but the song that really, really hit home for me for a plethora of reasons, and something that I don't really talk about that often is Father Time. Uh, and it's basically about uh, kind of the parental issues of the of not having a father present at all times, or kind of a, a dad who's hard on you. Um, and I have my own stuff, like with my uh, dad, kind of. I guess it's nothing out of this world, but you know, I have my own stuff, and I really found myself kind of relating to a little bit of what he said on this song. And so I definitely felt that song and I felt like he was speaking to me on Father Time. So if I could leave you with one song uh, as we sign off for the week, uh, going to have to leave you with Father Time by Kendrick Lamar off this Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers album. If you haven't checked that album out, check it out. It probably won't be for everybody. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say that this is a song, an album that it's going to sound the same to everybody. Uh, I feel like you have to kind of be open-minded and be in a certain mental headspace to really appreciate what he's speaking about and relate to the topics. But I'm going to sign off and leave you guys with this song. Uh, but as always, I hope you guys have a great today, a great tomorrow, and a great rest of your week and life and all that. And I hope you get all the victories that you need. 
And yeah, I will see you guys next week. Thank you as always for the support. I love y'all. Peace out. I come from a generation of home invasions. And I got daddy issues, that's on me. Everything the four was that taught me may have is very deep. That man knew a lot, but not enough to keep me past them streets. My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see. Daddy issues all across my head. Told me fuck a foul, I'm teary-eyed. Wanna throw my hands, I won't think out loud. A foolish pride. If I lose again, won't go in the house. I stayed outside, laughing with my friends. They don't know my life. Daddy issues made me learn losses. I don't take those well. Mama said that boy is exhausted. He said go fuck yourself. If he give up now, let's go costing. Life's a bitch. You could be a bitch or step out the margin. I got up quick. I'm charging baskets and falling backwards, trying to keep balance. Oh, this the part where mental stability meets talent. Oh, this the party breaks my humility. Just for practice, tactics we learn together. So it loses forever. Daddy Early issues. morning wake ups, practicing on day offs. Tough love, bubbled up. No chase on me. No chase on me. No chase on me. No chase on me. No chase. Early morning wake ups, practicing on day offs. Tough love. Bottled up, no chase on me, no chase on me, no chase on me, no chase on me, no chase on I got daddy issues, that's on me Looking for I love you Really empathizing for my relief A child that grew accustomed Jumping up when I scrape my knee Cause if I cried about it He surely tell me not to be weak Daddy issues, hit my emotions Never express myself Man should never show feelings Being sensitive never helped His mama died, I asked him why He going back to work so soon His first reply was son that's life And bills got no silver spoon Daddy issues, fuck everybody Go get your money son, protect yourself Trust nobody, only your mama know this made relationships seem cloudy Never attached to none So if you took some likings around me I might reject the love Daddy issues kept me competitive That's a fact, nigga I don't give a fuck what's the narrative I am that nigga When Kanye got back with Drake I was slightly confused Guess I'm not mature as I think Got some healing to do Egotistic, zero giving fucks And a be specific Need assistance with the way I was brought up What's the difference when your heart is made of stone And your mind is made of gold And your tongue is made of sword but it may weaken your soul My niggas ain't got no daddy Grow up overcompensating Learn shit about being a man And disguise it as being gangsters I love my father for telling me to take off the gloves Cause everything he didn't want was everything I was And to my partners that figured it out without a father I salute you, may your blessings be neutral to your toddlers It's crucial, they can't stop us if we see the mistakes Till then, let's give the women a break Grown men with daddy issues Early morning wake-ups, practicing on day-offs Tough love, bottled up No chase on me, no chase on me No chase on me, no chase on me No chase on me